right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. I hope everybody's having a fantastic week as well as a fantastic Friday. And uh, we continue. We move forth. We keep persisting on in this battle for freedom, for liberty, this battle against tyranny and oppression coming from a foreign global power, a power that has no nation, that has no direction in the sense of where we can find them, but instead utilizes infiltration instead of invasion. They lurk within the shadows, implementing their terror and their evil through the media, propaganda, disinformation, psychological warfare. We are in a battle of information warfare. And everything that we look at that's happening around us is a weapon that's either being used by them, for them, or against them. And it's just it's just incredibly interesting. You know, words are very, very important. I think it was Rudyard Kipling that once said that words are the most powerful drugs known to humanity. And I am but a dealer in words. Especially when it comes to legal terminology. Now, this was uh, speculative. The, the Gun Owners of America the other day talked about the House of Republicans bill. This would have been um, the H.R. 7910 Protecting Our Kids Act that passed the House of Representatives 226 to 194 with six Republicans joining in. And what they are criminalizing here is very, very interesting in the sense of the terminology. Now, they have a whole section on ghost guns. And it talks about ghost guns in the sense of breaking down any gun. And it says, basically, in a nutshell, that they want to criminalize disassembling, cleaning, and reassembling your gun without a firearm manufacturer's license. And it goes in to say that any time in the bill, if you read the bill, it'll, it says in there that you must have a firearms manufacturer's license in order to break down, take apart, and reassemble any firearm. Now, that's some pretty interesting words there. That makes everybody who cleans their weapons a felon. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep our eye on this bill. If this uh, gets to the Senate and has an inkling of passing then I think that the Supreme Court is going to have a new Second Amendment case. I think that Congress itself will be held for treason because that is a direct violation of the United States Constitution. The, the act itself, which expands the voting age to 21 years of age, which, um, by the way, the California Supreme Court has already ruled unconstitutional, um, as well as expands the red flag gun laws, which, um, well, are unconstitutional, is pretty draconian. And so the Democrats are making their push right now to take away our guns, to take away our ability to defend ourselves against criminals. You know, one of the things there is criminals are criminals. If they don't have legal access to firearms, they'll get illegal access to firearms. If they can't get a firearm, they'll use a knife. They'll use a sword. They'll use a vehicle. They'll use an explosive. See, criminals or evil doesn't care how they destroy. They simply just destroy. And see, the Democrats, the 
the government, the establishment here, they don't want to get rid of weapons because it's a threat to our communities. Because it's not a threat to our communities. It has been statistically shown over and over and over again that communities that have high gun ownership have far less crime than communities that don't. If you look at L.A., Chicago, New York, these types of liberal cities that have implemented radicalized gun laws, you'll find that violent crime increases exponentially. You'll find that gun crime increases massively. Chicago right now is close to the murder capital of the world. This is being done each weekend. 50 people shot, 10 dead. 100 people shot, 50 dead. Week in and week out, and not a peep from anybody, including Mayor Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. Now, they don't scream about those guns because those guns are mostly illegal and trafficked into that state. And the guns is coming from gang-on-gang violence. Black-on-black, Hispanic-on-Hispanic, or white-on-white crimes. And see, those aren't good talking points for the Democrats. Homeland Security has issued a new bulletin. We talked briefly about this the other day. Uh, They tell us to brace for mass casualty violence as the U.S. enters a summer of extreme chaos. This comes on the hinge of the Supreme Court's ruling on multiple different cases. I believe there's a Supreme Court case pertaining to the Second Amendment. There is one with the Roe vs. Wade, which is expected to overturn Roe vs. Wade. And uh, I'm expecting that when the Supreme Court comes out, makes its decision, and Roe vs. Wade is overturned, that we're going to enter the summer of love. I think that that's what's really going to come about. We're going to enter the summer of love. That's right. It's going to be a peaceful, happy time. People are going to take to the streets in uproar and in happiness, cheering for the uh, the justice in this country. I think the right will, actually. And I think what the left will do is the left will uh, do what the left does. is They're going to cause terror. They're going to destroy communities. They're going to destroy small businesses. They're going to burn things down. And the Democrats will praise them, saying... Mostly peaceful. Mostly peaceful. But they're going to attack the right because this is the radicalization. This is the fueling of this violence. The DHS doesn't make this report because they got good intel. They make this report because they know exactly what is happening. They know that the corporate government-controlled media is fueling a race war, is fueling a class war, is fueling a political war. They know that the radicalized left, you notice how I don't say radicalized right, because I don't think the right is actually radicalized. I think the right has rationalism, logic in some points, even though I disagree with them and I think that they are playing the same game, which means that they're guilty of a lot of the same crimes, I think the left is completely radicalized. I think the left has gone so far that they are now communist. But the left, the radicalized left, that's the proper terminology here, radicalized left, are fueling and inciting 
massive violence in this country. They want a civil war. They want it all to fall down apart and crumble. You know, last night on the Daily Dose, I had a good friend of mine, uh, Dr. Candace Taller, on the show. She is, uh, is a candidate that was running for governor of Georgia. And she shared some very, very interesting findings about us, about the primary election that just happened, where Kemp uh, mysteriously won by a, a massive amount of votes over all the other candidates. And this is Governor Kemp, the, uh, the establishment candidate. And uh, what she said is, she goes, if you look at the results of the election, the, the votes that were counted at any given time during the night when the reporting was happening, she sits at 5% of Kemp's total at all times. By the way, that's a statistical improbability. That um, does not happen. <laughs> does not happen. Um, unbeknownst, though, to Kemp and the establishment who stole that primary election, Candace Taller um, knows better. She planned for this. See, they have over 60,000 people direct contact with it, signed up, that got signs for their houses, that helped engage in her campaign. This is 60,000 people that directly affected her campaign, going out there and campaigning for her. So you'd assume that if these people are going to take the time to go out there and campaign for her, grab the signs, they're going to vote as well. As well as she started an affidavit. And people are going out there, and in one day, one day, over a thousand people signed this affidavit saying that they signed, th- that they voted for Candace Taylor. Now, here's the interesting part, because I talked about the 60,000. She only received 41,000 votes. 60,000 campaigned for her, did signs, door knocked, took part in her campaign. So that's 19,000 less than actually helped her campaign. Well, there's another problem. With the affidavits they've already received out of only 1,000 affidavits, in Georgia, you can break down the votes by county. And some counties are very, very small, 100, 200 people. The official reports are saying that in some of these counties, she got 5% of the vote, like 2, 3, 5, 10 people. In these counties, she's already received more affidavits than she got votes. This is what I've been talking about. She is a conservative. This is the Republican Party. This is a primary. The Republicans are in cahoots with the Democrats on election fraud. This is why they didn't investigate it after January, after uh, November 2020. This is why they will never investigate it. Because they have too much fear of losing their power. They have too much fear that America will find out the biggest scam, the biggest illusion of all time, and that is that your vote matters. Your vote does not matter in the most of the cases, at least in the cases of power and controlling various counties or cities or states that have some type of strategic benefit to the political powers. 
Can- Candace Taylor is going to fight on. She's going to take this fight to the state of Georgia, and I'm going to support her all along the way. Hey, guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot, supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. A group, a very, very small group in the sense of the population of the world, is orchestrating a conspiracy to take over the global community. This means all political, all militaristic, Financial, social, and cultural organizations will operate under them, under a techno-fascist, totalitarian regime that is controlled by an oligarchical structure. The return to feudalism is coming. And within this, I've said multiple different times, be prepared. There is a firestorm event coming. Now, where do I come up with the terminology for Firestorm? Well, have you ever heard of a fire sale? Right? Sell everything. Sell it right now. A firestorm is very, very similar. And the firestorm event um, is prepped over many, many, many years. Uh, but what it is, is it's a series of small little events that eventually can join, <coughs> excuse me, can join in the one large cascading event. And that one large cascading event, the Black Swan, will say that was there's no way we could predict this. We didn't know it was going to happen. Um, eventually calls for the systematic destruction 
of all of those systems that we just talked about. Now, a big part of this is social and cultural destabilization. This is what's happening with the radicalized left with information warfare is they are turning people against each other. Whether it's abortion, whether it's guns, whether it's the Green New Deal, whether it's energy, whether it's gas, whether it's race wars, whether it's, uh, I, I call it cultural and social destabilization, right? And it's done through brainwashing, utilizing MK Ultra and psychological warfare tactics against our children starting about 30 years ago. And fast forward to today... And they have some very, very unfortunate perceptions about how the world works, about how government works. They are entitled. We have the, the trophy generation, right? Everybody gets riven. Participation trophies, right? This means that uh, kids don't learn how to lose. Kids don't learn how to win. There is no incentive to win. This goes back to the World Economic Forum. This goes back to ESG and DEI. This goes back to, to what they would call stakeholder capitalism or more equitable world. Equitable being attached to the outcome and not the opportunity. And see, you might not look at it at first as something that drives social and cultural destabilization. But what it does is it sets a new precedent for resentment through social inequality. And why do I say social inequality? Because this is what they come out to try to fix. This is what they come out to kind of resolve with their new idea of equity, right, derived from the outcome. Well, think about this. Is if you have a country where people are no longer incentivized to work hard, to which if they work hard, they get the proper education, skill set, and experience. They can walk into a job and get paid more than the person that doesn't have those things. Their skill sets are revered, right? Your, your time that you spent, you don't get paid for your time. You get paid for your experience, for your value that you bring to the marketplace. But now if you go into a workplace... You're finding that people don't want to work. They just want to complain. They want to gripe. They want to file HR complaints against their employer for discrimination, for you know not following diversity, equity, and inclusion guidelines. They want to do as little work as possible. There's no incentive in the workplace to go in there to better yourself or to better that company. And what ends up happening through this mechanism this mechanism of participation trophies, this mechanism of equity that is being pushed out in the sense of social equality, is it produces social inequalities. Because that person that now is that top of his profession that goes and gets that job is now getting paid the same amount as the person that goes into the job and does nothing, that has no experience. Because it's all derived from the outcome, not the opportunity. And so what happens to that company? That company starts to decline. Products start to become cheaper. The labor force gets cut. Jobs are lost. The quality of the workmanship goes down. And you know what I'm talking I know all of you know what I'm talking about. You're probably si- Some of you are probably sitting at work right now. 
smiling and laughing at what I'm saying because you're probably looking across the cubicle or you're looking across your desk out at your office window or you're probably you're probably you know looking up at your uh, your your the people that you work with and you're looking at those people that work less than two hours a day but they get paid massive amounts of money they probably put in less than two hours of actual work a day that their work is absolutely worthless they do something that has absolutely zero benefit to that company. And they are only hired to fill a number, to fill a quota. They were only hired and paid that much money because the company wanted to align with the woke agenda. It's happening all over America. It's happening at some of the most important companies in this country. And what happens when those companies are producers of food or infrastructure or energy or weapons and defense? The degradation of those companies brings about the degradation of America, the eventual fall and collapse of America. Listen, uh, we're kind of on open talk. I got a whole bunch of stories I can talk about. I can keep on going. And as a reminder, we had Dr. Kirk Elliott on this week. You saw today, May inflation number is higher than expected at 8.6%. Consumer price index is the highest in 40 years since 1981 and higher than expected. Food, gas, utilities, everything is higher. I don't think I have to tell you again. Gold and silver. This is where you want to be. Whether you have a 401k, whether you have an IRA, you have a, a, an inactive 401k not managed by your employer. You kind of left that and it's just sitting there. Or if you have an IRA, call Dr. Kirk Elliott. Okay? Call Dr. Kirk Elliott. Get, in his, get on with his team. And I'm telling you, they're going to take care of you. If you just want to buy some, you have some cash laying around. You, know, you a few hundred bucks. You got a few thousand bucks, you got a few hundred thousand, a few million, whatever. Call Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's going to get you the top of the line, gold and silver, at the best prices, better than those online markets, better than anywhere else. 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. And so, yep, we're talking about inflation here. Everything's higher. You know this. I know this. We can see this. The New York Times, though, is arguing that the bad economy, hyperinflation for America, is a good thing. Yeah, the New York Times, you know, those guys. The, the, the media with quotation marks around it. They are saying that the bad economy and hyperinflation, this, this is good for America. Because it will usher in the green agenda faster. What's the real green agenda? I think it's terraforming our planet. That's what I honestly think. I think that we probably were invaded by some type of alien race. They're green. And they want to terraform the planet and depopulate it. Eh, I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not. But there's actually evidence to support that. But that's not, that's not the parts that we're talking about on this show. Those are stories for Friday nights on redpills.tv on a show we call Conversations on the Fringe. 
where we talk about ghosts and the paranormal. We talk about UFOs and aliens. We talk about everything you can think about, physics, free energy. Uh, It's called Conversation on the Fringe. It's Friday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on redpills.tv and all of our channels. You guys should definitely check it out. And it's a lot better than watching that mainstream media, I assure you. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more of the Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. Again, if you guys want to give a call, 585-346-3000-866-552-1009. And I urge you to go ahead and call in because you know what? This is what it's about. It's about communication. It's about collaboration. It's about us talking. James Madison, Federalist, Federal, for, Federalist 46, talked about the various ways to curve a tyrannical and oppressive government. If it was ever implemented in the United States, if tyranny ever came back to the United States, Thomas Jefferson believed that the tree of liberty should be refreshed from time to time with the blood of tyrants and the blood of patriots. But James Madison said that let's implement a whole legal structure through a contract from the people to the government so that they can't do that. And he said that the first the people need to have is disquietude. To speak up, to rise up, to yell and scream. This is obviously the basis of the First Amendment, the ability of a free press, the ability of people to go to the government for a redress of grievances, which you can't even do that anymore because they don't care to listen to you because you are not the lobby. You are not a lobbyist. You don't have millions of dollars to sway their opinion or their majority vote. Disquietude. And uh, I think that's what the DHS meant about the summer of violence is the amount of disquietude that's going to happen because we have a lot of uh, various events that are being orchestrated right now from the radical left that are going to rise up in violent anger over the Supreme Court's decisions or the right and left and moderates and independents, the uh, I'll just call them Americans who are going to rise up. Because of empty grocery store shelves, rising gas prices, fuel shortages, delays within transportation of the supply chain, rolling blackouts, famine, increased foreclosure rates, which is making families homeless. Americans are going to eventually get angry. They're going to rise up and they're going to go to their government for a redress of grievances. They're going to say, hey, what are you doing? This is not what I signed on for. This is not what I want. This is not what we voted for. And they're going to take to the streets and then George Soros and uh, the, the Weiss family out of Germany will fund with taxpayer dollars. Antifa and BLM and other types of radicalized organizations to go out there and contest your peaceful protest. They will burn businesses down to the ground. They will beat and maim people because that's what they do. They are definitely not the civilized people on this planet. But I'll tell you, their ability to act, their ability to organize... 
when there's something that they want to fight about. Man, they're highly efficient. If only conservatives were in that same boat. If only conservatives, if only American people who are good-willed, who love the Constitution, who, who love freedom and liberty, could organize at that level and at that degree. To, within two days' notice, garner millions of people within the United States into their state capitals. For a peaceful protest, for a redress of their grievances. Then I think that the political structure would think differently. I think that different action would come. But see, the problem is, is that most people in America have been asleep for far too long. Most people in America are so inundated by the nine to five life, by the stresses and pressures of life, by the distractions that are so elegantly targeted towards them that they forget that they had the power, that they forget that the politicians work for them, that they forget that the only authority derived in this country is the authority of the people. We got a lot of thinking to do as a country, as a civilization, as humanity, because for the longest time, we've been asleep. And it's time for that roaring lion to wake up. It is time for humanity to wake up, to rise up, to become lions over sheep. And these institutions, these globalist institutions, the IMF, to cut, to cut global growth estimate as conditions, as conditions deteriorate globally. Dr. Kirk Elliott talked about this the other day. The 1.7% decrease in global GDP that they talked about is going to lead to a 31% decline in global supply chain. To give you an idea on this, how this works, global GDP is about $120 trillion estimated. A 31% decline in global GDP is like, $60 $60 trillion. Or sorry, it's like $31 trillion. That's more than our national debt. And where does that money go? It's not going into the debt market, which is over leverage, almost six to eight, six or eight to one. No, it's going into real assets. It's going into their backing of their companies of their assets, of tangible things, gold, silver, property, land, resources. But it's not going back into production. It's not going back into the supply chain or manufacturing or innovation. And eventually you'll see that this is orchestrated. Eventually you'll see that World War III has already started. And right now it's being fought with socioeconomic tactics with socio-political tactics. That we've been at war for a very long time. 
in the battleground is your pocketbook, is your home, is your refrigerator, it's your pantry. Soaring fertilizer prices are unleashing chaos and hunger worldwide. This is uh, incredible. I mean, uh, from Brazil to African nations and Middle Eastern nations, we're seeing reports of food emergencies, famines everywhere. A new country that added that list is Chad. Chad's traditional government has declared a food and nutrition emergency in the wake of the Ukraine war and poor harvest. In neighboring Niger and much of African continent, food insecurity is skyrocketing. And yeah, these are third world countries, but these are the tip of the iceberg. These are the small little things that I talked about that eventually can join to produce a cascade effect globally. One Michigan County's police department has blown through their entire fuel budget and no longer will respond to every 911 call. This is Isabella County in Michigan. The sheriff's department say that it's going to be a few months before they can get back to normal operations until the new budget can be approved. The January 6th hearings are being televised. That's right, they're being televised. And uh, the new allegations claim that Donald Trump said the hang Mike, um, Mike Pence, or so. Basically what it was is that they're saying, oh, they're, saying ch- they're chanting hang Mike Pence. And Donald Trump says, maybe they're right. Maybe he deserves it. And Donald Trump has vehemently denied saying this. I never said it or even thought of saying hang Mike Pence. This is either a made-up story by somebody looking to become a star or fake news. Either way, it's completely untrue. And see, the thing is, is they don't have evidence of this. They, they can say so-and-so said it, but it doesn't mean that he actually said it. They're just saying that he said it. They're making things up. They're lying. There's a lot of problems with what happened on January 6th. Chris Miller and Cash Patel, you know, the acting secretary of defense and one of the undersecretary of defenses, they talked about this. And they said that three days before the January 6th event, Donald Trump had authorized 20,000 National Guard and active duty troops to Washington, D.C. And this was approved by acting secretary of defense Chris Miller. And the request was sent to Nancy Pelosi and the Capitol Police, and they denied it. They denied it. The security of the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. is Nancy Pelosi's responsibility. The Capitol Police fall under her authority. And now when we watch videos of January 6th, we see the barricades being moved. We see the doors being opened. We see the Capitol Police acting as guide men, showing people which way to go, how to get inside. That doesn't look like an insurrection to me. That looks like a police force that was told to stand down and open up the building and let people in. It's looking like Nancy Pelosi 
didn't want the extra troops because they could have potentially stopped the crowd from entering the facility. And this is all, all one big scam. See, they're setting the narrative for January or for November 8th. I, I, I'm a firm believer. I think that they're going to steal the election, but they're not going to do it the way you think. They're going to cheat for the Republicans. And then they're going to say that the Republicans, along with Donald Trump, are the ones that orchestrated another coup on the country, the stealing of the election. And then they're going to declare martial law, and they're going to regain power after January 1st, 2023. Hmm. Interesting theory. We're going to be right back with more of the Dark Delight Show in just one minute. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL station. I said it. They are going to steal the election, but the, the voter fraud this time will be hinged on the conservatives. And they're going to say that the conservatives stole the election and that they've been stealing elections. This is how Donald Trump won. And this is going to reaffirm and back up all their past claims. Remember, I said cascading narrative. All these small little things add up to one cascading event. And they're going to say that the Republicans stole the midterm elections, that the American first candidates stole the midterm elections. And when this happens, the current Congress 
will investigate. They're going to find all the evidence they need because, you know, CISA.gov just came out and said the Dominion voting systems are prone to hack by foreign and domestic entities through remote access, through digital access, or through on-site access where they can change the vote count. But it didn't happen during 2020. Of course not. But you know what? We do have some uh, some hope here. Uh, Otero County, New Mexico, has voted to remove Dominion voting systems and Zuckerberg drop boxes in other election machines in light of all the controversies from the 2000 Mules documentary, as well as from the spec, not the speculation, but from the reports and accounts of the stealing of the 2020 election. You know, there's a great article on Zero Hedge. That says that everything is a weapon. The U.S. government is waging psychological warfare on the nation. Have you ever wondered who's pulling the strings? Anything we touch is a weapon. We can deceive, persuade, change, influence, inspire. We come in many forms. We are everywhere. And this is the U.S. Army Psychological Operations Recruitment Video. The U.S. government is waging psychological warfare on the American people. This is not a conspiracy theory. Psychological warfare, according to the RAND Corporation, involves a planned use of propaganda and other psychological operations to influence the opinions, emotions, attitudes, and behaviors of opposition groups. For years now, the government has been bombarding the citizenry with propaganda campaigns and psychological operations aimed at keeping us compliant. Easily controlled and supported of the police state's various efforts abroad and domestically. The government is so confident in its Orwellian powers of manipulation that it's taken to bragging about them. Just recently, the U.S. Army's 4th Psychological Operations Group, the branch of the military responsible for psychological warfare, released a recruiting video that touts its efforts to pull the strings, turn everything they touch into a weapon, be everywhere, deceive, persuade, change, influence, and inspire. This is the danger that lurks, lurks in plain sight. One of the many weapons in the government's vast arsenal, psychological warfare may be the most devastating in the terms of long-term consequences. And this is the truth. This is their primary weapon that is being utilized. And we must recognize this because we have to take control of the information that comes into our senses. Hey, we got a call. Mike. Mike from Rochester. Hey, What's up, Mike? Doing? Good. Hey, going good, man. Going. How you doing? Doing great, Josh. Great show. Love it. Hey, I'd just like to throw out there a uh, little piece of uh, information under that uh, the bill uh, the House is trying to pass about yeah. um, disassembling firearms and all that other great stuff. I would like to encourage everybody who's listening to go out and buy firearms and um, spare parts kits as oh, far as firing God. pins and all your little pieces parts because your local gun shops do not have enough in supply. So... You know, you're absolutely right. Uh, I, I, you know, I was, I wasn't thinking about that, but you're absolutely right <clears throat> that the prices of these repair kits is going to skyrocket. That well, they're going to try to make these repair kits illegal, purchasable under the main, and yeah, illegal. You're right. They're already doing that. It's part of that little. It's our part of the um, bill that the House just passed the other day. It's going to the Senate. Um, it's all this gun stuff where they threw in about the 80 part, um, the 80% lowers and everything in there. It's the spare parts and that's what they'll do. Eliminate the spare parts. Your firearm goes dead. You can't replace it. Can't. And uh, I mean, there is enough technology around to, you know, manufacture, but on very small limit parts. Mm -hmm. So 
but that's the only thing I wanted to throw out there. Love your show. Appreciate that, Mike. Thank you so much for the call, and you're right. See, that that's why we have this call-in, because you guys can put out great information like that that helps people understand what we need to do to preserve our rights, our freedoms, that this is going to become illegal, that these gun parts, these kits that you can buy that are really not that expensive are going to become illegal under this new bill if it gets passed. I doubt it's going to get passed. But see, that's what they don't tell you. That's what they don't put in their official write-ups. That's what they, they don't show you, but instead prosecute you later for. Or the supply chain problems come later after the bills are passed. Kind of like Joe Biden's 17 executive orders when he first came into office. But psychological warfare, yet don't be fooled into thinking these psychological warfare operation campaigns are only aimed at foreign enemies. The government has made clear in word and deed that we the people are domestic enemies to, the tr- to be tracked, targeted, manipulated, micromanaged, surveilled, viewed as suspects, and treated as if our fundamental rights are mere privileges that can be easily discarded. Considering some of the ways in which the government continues to wage psychological warfare in a largely unsuspecting citizenry, weaponizing violence, Weaponizing surveillance, pre-crime, pre-thought campaigns. Weaponizing digital currencies, social media scores and censorship. Weaponizing compliance, entertainment. Weaponizing behavioral science and nudging. Weaponizing desensitization campaigns aimed at lulling people into a false sense of security. That's a big one. Weaponizing fear and paranoia. Weaponizing genetics. Weaponizing the future. With greater frequency, the government has been issuing warnings about the dire need to prepare for a dystopian future that awaits us. The Pentagon, in the megacities, urban future, and emerging complexity video that they released, predicts that by 2030, the military will, would be called on to use armed forces to solve future domestic, political, and social problems. What they're really talking about is martial law packaged as a well-meaning and overriding concern for national security. The this chilling five-minute video, and I urge everybody to go check it out, um, is a training video paints an ominous picture of the future bedeviled by criminal networks, substandard infrastructure, religious and ethnic tensions, impoverishment, slums, open landfills, and overburdened sewers, and growing mass of unemployed, and an urban landscape in which the prosperous economic elite must be protected from the impoverished of the have-nots. We the people are the have-nots. The end goal of this mind control campaign packaged in the guise of the greater good is to see how far the American people will allow the government to go in reshaping the country in the image of a totalitarian police state. This is what they want. This is the global firestorm event that's underway right now. In six to eight months, this will begin. Well, it's already begun. This will come to full fledge, and you will see exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a psychic. I'm just a man who understands patterns. Guys, you can join us tonight on redpills.tv for Conversation on the Fringe at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Much love, respect. God bless you guys. Have a great weekend. We're going to see you guys next week again on the Dark Delight Show. Take care.